tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, BCs, what's going on? Welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast Season 3 After Show. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford. And first and foremost, first and foremost, we want to apologize for the delay. But thank you for having patience and joining with us if you're watching us live, because we do live stream from YouTube. You can join the conversation and be our co-host by hashtagging ABTV. B-A-T-B and tweeting at us. I am at Boys and Beauty 01. Turning it over. Hey guys, I am Janisha underscore Miss VI on Twitter and Instagram. So follow us. Let's, let's chat. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> so this it. episode was packed and stacked with tons of action, yes. tons of amazing and poop things going on <laughs> all at the same time. But from the get-go, from the rehearsal, I don't know why it already felt wrong to me. Everything about the wedding situation just felt wrong. Or as Heather would put it, jinxed. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, you know, I just wasn't a fan of just everything. Like I said, the the, <laughs> the priest was confused. Mm-hmm. Nobody was paying attention during the rehearsal. I, I just, it was off. And I just want to jump into right away. What were your thoughts and your opinion on keeping Catherine in the dark for the whole Juliana section? I think that is the worst thing they could have possibly done. Um, first of all, for Vincent, because, you know, this is your bride to be. You're already lying to her. Honesty is key. Like, come on. Communication is everything. And on top of that, um, I think the fact that they were trying to hide from her, in addition to trying to solve the problem, it just, it was too much going on. It just caused more problems to me. And so it, it didn't save anybody. It just, it just made things a little more chaotic to me in the end. So they should, they should have just told Kat. You know, and it's crazy because for the first half of the season, you've heard me. I've been so, anti-Catherine in that she's so neurotic and too much. This is the first episode, Beasties, that I thought, she's the only one with her head on her shoulders. OMG, somebody (laughs) listen to Catherine. I cannot believe they didn't tell her. And at least Vincent had a little bit of a conscience. Yeah. But what's crazy to me is that he took the blame. At the end of the day, he kept on saying, it's my fault, it's my fault. If you really pay attention to this episode, who kept driving the point home that the wedding should go on? The wedding should go on. JT and Tess. I'm going to say Tess. Heather. (laughs) Heather, but see, Heather, she gets gets to get away with it because she doesn't know the entirety of everything that's going on. But Tess. Yeah. Bless her heart. I love her. But she, I don't know where her mind was at, but get married for us. You know, like we want it to happen. Girl, you, like, what? She might not admit it, but Vincent called it. She's a hopeless romantic. And I think everyone is trying to live through this wedding. You know, she and JT having issues, you know, prior to this. I just kind of think that they all wanted this to happen so that they could all feel like this love can exist and it can happen and blah, blah, blah. But- I mean, love could exist if she would maintain her relationship properly and communicate to her man what he did wrong. Hello. Preach. 
<laughs> but I mean, at the same time, too, I, I don't know, Tess, Tess and JT, they were just so hung on trying to get the wedding going. Because even JT, I mean, I, I might be jumping a bit, but when Juliana was there, he was like, no, this wedding is going down. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like he was like that more towards the end when everybody was on board. Yeah. But at the very, very beginning of the episode, when Tess, like first Tess was like, you know, you have to do this, you have to do this, whatever. There's a point where the three of them are actually together. Yeah. And JT says, your call. Yeah, and and Tess is like, no, you know, keep going. You have to get married. There's always going to be obstacles. You deserve this. You deserve this. Is it really you deserve this? Or you, again, are trying to live vicariously through this situation of just happiness? I agree. I think all of them, even Heather, because, I mean, you see her. She's all frantic. And and I, what, what did I call her? She the, was a hot mess. The wedding wedding planner Zilla. <laughs> she was not even the bride Zilla. The wedding planner Zilla. She was just all over the place, frantic, like, okay, we got to get this done. The orchids, the orchids. And I'm like, ah, everybody calm down. This is supposed to be like, I know weddings can be nerve-wracking and crazy. Crazy, but you're supposed to be able to also enjoy the experience. And the thing is that they're lying, they're hiding, they're sneaking, they're running around. Right, right. Did they really think that they could pull off the wedding without a hitch? Come on. No. no. And that's the thing. That's why the whole wedding situation felt super just wrong to me from yeah. the get-go. Because you've got Heather with Kat doing the whole massage and relax and blase. And poor Catherine is just sitting here like, oh, wow. Oh, Husband, God. oh, stare at my big <laughs> bling. You know? And then here's Vincent running around town. Juliana's breaking out mm-hmm. yep. let's just let's just talk about that first of all Ju- juliana is the ultimate criminal <laughs> she broke out of, of of the um the ward like she's just yeah. running around kicking everybody's butt like you know what's interesting this is a detail that i watched because guys I, i'm not gonna lie i watched the episode twice this week and the first time i didn't catch it but when juliana is trying to convince vincent you need to help me first of all Oh, you really aren't working for Liam. Okay, well, now you have to help me. And I don't know if you caught this, but a few times Vincent was looking at her heart rate monitor. And I believe just to check to see if she was was lying. lying. So deep down when he admits at the end that all the signs were there, I think he knew that something about what she was saying was the truth just based on that one sign alone. But he did. He chose to turn his cheek because he thought, hmm. That's an interesting point because I thought about that also and I, I was curious to know why hasn't Vincent used that special power of his? Because in the first season and even in the second season if, if I'm correct um, he you know he constantly would tell if someone's lying oh no you're lying you're telling the truth and then now in this season he's not to me he hasn't been utilizing that that power of his to determine if people are telling the truth or not and I was expecting him to be like no I could tell she's, she's telling the truth. Right. But he didn't. Right. So I, I don't know what's up with that like i said i think though but i think that was a conscious choice okay conscious subconscious do you know what i mean like it was there but he was like no this can't be true this can't be happening right now i'm just gonna ignore it (laughs) it's like your gut when your gut you have a gut instinct about a guy you know you shouldn't be involved with him but Uh you still go there anyways because you're like well uh," and you ignore the little voice (laughs) he ignored the little voice okay that's what i'm gonna say yeah i i I get your point on that but i wish he did because you know what they could have Avoided everything. All of that drama craziness that happened at the wedding. Who wants that happening at their wedding? Yeah. That is just like, like, a scarring. Right. <laughs> well, you know, and here's the thing. When Catherine did find out everything that was going on, fortunately she found out before she got into the limo. Yeah, it's still a surprise, but at least she knew what was going on yeah. and she knew that Juliana was out. She knew that she was going after A, B, C, or D. So she had some knowledge. It wasn't as much of an ambush. Mm-hmm. Physically it was. But, <laughs> it was. you know, 
But could you imagine if she knew nothing, if she hadn't met with Tess to find that out? And she was just, dope doe going to my wedding. Her mindset would have been not even close to where it was. That would have Do you been, know what I mean? Yeah, that would and have been so traumatic. Like, crazy. <laughs> I thought it was so... Yeah, and I thought that scene was so great when she got out and Vince had Juliana in his arms and she takes a syringe and she pushes at him and she's like, I think you forgot to tell me something. Yep. <laughs> Jerk. And <laughs> walks off. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. And then, I, I, you know, it's funny. At that moment, I also thought, oh, my goodness, if Heather was here, she'd be like, you're not supposed to see the bride before the wedding. <laughs> she's, and she's also another one living vicariously through the whole situation. She sure is. She sure is. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm jumping again. Okay. <laughs> but what about this... Uh, clean up of the scars and all this stuff. Thank you! <laughs> Good call. Good call, sister. Because look, I noticed that too. I understand. I like the way the writers wrote in Catherine saying, oh, how do I look, you know, with all these bruises? Girl, please, your lip was just bleeding. You had a cut in your head. Now all of a sudden you can't make me believe that makeup covered that up. There's no Blood clots? Nuh-uh. nuh-uh. I'm sorry. There's no makeup good enough. Hair done. Let's just talk about, let's just talk about how angry I am. This is so irrelevant to the storyline. Sorry, bear with me. How angry I am at that wedding dress. Yeah. That looked like it was from eight centuries ago. I was like, why do, why do they keep making her frumpy? She's beautiful so she can pull it off. But uh, not okay. Even if it is a shotgun wedding, girl, you could have went to Forever 21 and found something better than that. Girl, something, a little sweetheart cut, something, something. What? I don't what? know. She didn't even look happy coming on the island. No, like, no, what? not as excited as she could be because her mind was somewhere else. True. But I will say this: she did look that she looked amazing to me in that red dress she had at the at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that wouldn't just didn't do it for me either. Uh, sorry, Kat. Mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> with the bun. See, too many things went wrong for them to keep going. Yeah. Way too many things. Yeah. Our co-hosts have been piping in, and I'm so glad that Billie Jean Girl brought this up because I said it as we left the theater. Uh-huh. The promo for last week was very misleading because we thought someone was going to... I said it. I called it. I called it. I know. I know how the editors are, and they like to make you... Editors, we'll watch it next week. You don't have to do all that. It's not necessary. We'll still tune in next week. Yes. The Beasties will always tune in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we found out what the scream was for. Yes. yes. Arm gone. Yeah. That's it. It was pretty tragic, actually. Yeah. We were talking about, Janice and I were talking about how busted this poor girl looks without makeup on. <laughs> not, hey, uh, look, I'm a girl. It ain't cute in the morning. No, but, but it's crazy because two episodes ago when she was at her full heightened potential if you will she was gorgeous yeah like she almost seems like a completely different character now that she's been beat down and now she's scared for her life and liam is coming and yeah Yeah. what do we think about liam thoughts liam's scary (laughs) he's scary he's scary he healed like that yeah i think that's that's why cat is like oh snap yeah no how do you how do you take somebody down that's unstoppable like that and what are his motives she just looks shook after she saw him heal so quickly like what (laughs) yeah yeah i would be shook too (laughs) but fortunately what they do have going for them is that liam does not know that vincent is a beast For all he knows, they're innocent bystanders that just happen to have his victim captive and just made his job a lot easier because she was chained up and he could just kill her right away. Yeah, true. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I I mean, I think that Kat made a a valid point when she was like, Liam's not looking for us. Why are we looking for that guy? Right. (laughs) He's No, no, let's not look for this super-powered guy. Like, he's scary. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kat just did a 180 this episode, didn't she? Yeah, it's, it's crazy to see that 
they did the reverse role again. Like. Right, right. Vincent is finally saying, I understand. Greater purpose. We have to fight. And Kat's just chill, smiling. No, you no, don't. No, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Not this time. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a little happy to see that, you know, she's coming to her senses a slight right. bit, you know, because you don't have to go looking for these fights. I've always felt like they, they could have been leading somewhat normal lives to an extent, you know, and then when these situations arise, then you deal with them. But to, to say to constantly... Go hunt for danger. Exactly. Why are we going out looking for this thing? Like, let that... Let, that's like saying... Okay, we know people are out here shooting and robbing and killing. Let's go find all the bad guys. No, like, I mean, it would be, ideally, it would be a great situation to stop it before it happens. But, you know, you have to live. (laughs) You have to live life at least somewhat normally. But do you think, though, having that knowledge, knowing that somebody is out killing people, and you have that knowledge to do absolutely nothing with it and just sit back and be like, not my problem. Not necessarily, but I think at a point, in some situations these things kind of came in it was in their face and I, I say deal with it at that point but a lot a couple of the times I think Kat was just like you know just like being crazy and just looking for for these situations because she knows yeah it's there but mm-hmm. there wasn't any immediate threat I think you know maybe they could have taken a back seat sit back maybe analyze the situation and then figure out okay what their next move is gonna be mm-hmm. but again still try to lead a somewhat normal life I you know, right. yeah. One of our co-hosts, our BC co-hosts, actually asks a question that's a pretty relevant, good question. Zelly309, she says, do you think that Liam is connected to either Kat or Vincent's ancestry in some way? That would be crazy. Wouldn't it, though? Yes. I mean, but here's the thing. He was initially a human because Juliana did mention that he tricked her and forced her to make him superhuman. Mm-hmm. So if he was of somebody's lineage, it wasn't super beast. Vincent, Mm-mm. which he wasn't originally beast anyways. I don't know. I'm not sure. That, but that is a really excellent question to ask. Maybe it has something to do with Kat? I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I would think if it was going to be somebody's ancestry, <laughs> yes, would be hers. Uh, let's see what else our co-hosts are saying really quick. Do you think JT and Tess will get back together anytime soon? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> it took it really for... Let's talk about... about What is wrong with my mouth tonight? <laughs> I have no idea. But let's just talk about JT and Tess for a few minutes. Oh, JT. Well, first of all, Tess. Tess. Just tell him what he did. <laughs> Thank you. Because she really... And I was really irritated when even Vincent said, so why'd you guys break up? My beastie senses told me. <laughs> like, funny. Um, but Tess said, you know, I hope he figures it out. I miss him. Girl, if you miss him, tell him so he, he can, can fix, fix the up. problem. I agree. We have to stop playing these games in relationships. Just open your mouth and say, what's the problem? <laughs> right. But, I mean, I will say this, though. Sometimes, as a woman, you kind of just want the person to get it. You know, I, I understand. But if he's not getting it, tell him. He's so he a can man. Get it. <laughs> no offense to our male beasties. He's a man, and sometimes we're a little bit hard to read, and it goes over their heads. You got to help them out. Now, if you help them out, and then they don't take action, that's when you're you say deuces. Yeah. But that didn't even that opportunity didn't even happen yeah. for JT. I mean, I think so too. That test is always trying to be this, you know, macho, I'm not a hopeless romantic. You are. Like, you want to be... You, exactly, own it. You want to be, you know, uh, wooed and, and you know, just pampered and roses and all this stuff. You want it. So, like, it's okay to show that. Yeah. I, I think she tries so hard to be tough. And then, 
you know, backfires. So I think that derives from having all those brothers that roughhoused her a little bit and also having the job that she has. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it this way, but in some senses, she is in a man's world. Yeah. You know, in, yeah. in, in the, see you later. No, just kidding. Um, in the precinct, that's what I'm trying to say. In the precinct, there are a lot of men. I mean, yes, Catherine was her former partner, but she's got a boss who's a man who's on her butt about every little thing she does. P.S. was not a fan of him yelling at her in front of everybody. everybody. He was such a jerk tonight. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. I get it. His butt is on the line. He yeah. doesn't want to look bad because he referred her. So what? Yeah. I what, like, what would you do? You yeah, know? Yeah. I mean, these things happen. They happen. And it's not like she's just kind of, well, I mean, I guess she's not following everything by the book, but I'm, I am curious to know if she, when this hearing comes up, if she's going to reveal a couple of things. I don't know because we know that Tess does value her job a lot, which has caused her to put her foot down a few times. Yeah. But right. I also feel like her job is what's been clouding her ability to make really good decisions. decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I think with everything, with her relationship, with, when it comes to Cat, um, because, you know, that the one time where she didn't even want to let Cat go and, and, and then it all backfired on her. So, yeah, right. I agree. I think she's all over the place. Right. Well, because even when she kept telling Vincent to get married, one of her reasons was, we don't have any evidence of this. Well, this hasn't happened, so don't worry about it. So, to me, she did feel really by the book instead yeah. of just trusting what her friends were saying yeah. and going with that. I think so, too. I don't know if she realizes that this situation is not a normal situation. Not at all. So what you would normally do when you're dealing with these, you know, day-to-day cases, you don't necessarily, it doesn't apply to this situation. And I think when I was listening to her saying, well, you know, we don't have, we, we kind of have to sit around and wait. Uh, we don't know this guy isn't around. We don't know who Liam is. He, All of this stuff. And I'm like, what? This is not, these are not normal. Liam is not a normal person. And why? Why can't you just tell? I get it. You don't want anybody to know that Vincent's a beast. Can you leave? Can you omit that part of the story out? And then can we talk about what's going on with super experiments? Or do you really think people are just not going to believe you? Uh, Because with what happened with tonight, some questions are going to definitely be. I get that people were evacuating, but if you saw the hole in which Vincent flew through in the wall, <laughs> it might tell you something's not right. Uh, he's walking. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I don't know how they were able to cover so many things, but I mean, maybe they're going to be able to cover this too, because they've, they've covered a lot, a lot of things. But we'll see. I mean, I think I do want to go back to JT and um and Tess for a second. I think he was the ultimate sweetheart tonight. Oh, you yes. know, um, of course, after Heather definitely pulled. Yes. Him off. Shout out to Heather for doing right, that. Right. <laughs> because JT was about to chase after Vincent. His boy. Right. <laughs> Listen, leave he's the a grown man. Leave the bromance alone for a second. <laughs> Let's take care of Tess just for for a little second. Um, but do you think part of that is in a sense Tess's fault because she seems so hard and so independent and so emotionally strong or at least she puts that out there that JT just thinks okay she'll be fine I think somewhat to an extent because guys then if they again if it's not in their face sorry guys but if it's not in your no offense but if it's not in your face plain black and white sometimes they don't get it right so she acts like she's tough she doesn't need anybody she doesn't need the love and tension and affection but she does and he doesn't get it well because you're you're putting up this wall this guard that you're good I think you're good. You know? Right, exactly. No, it's okay to tell him, JT. 
I need a rose. I need a hug. Right. Today's been a rough day. Right. You know? Uh, but I do think that he finally gets it. it. You know, at least he's working towards it. And I commend him for the rose and the gummies. And all. Right. It was right. a really sweet effort. Right. Yeah. I think they'll get back together. It might be a slow process because a lot of things are going on. Tors... I always do this. I'm sorry. Tors Zalcon. I'm so sorry. Okay. JT will somehow help Tess save her job. Don't know how. I believe that. And at yeah. Carrie Bear 09, which, oh, by the way, you're up. Shame on you. Go to bed. It's past your bedtime. But thanks for watching. <laughs> uh, do you think Tess will continue to be captain? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be something that it's going to be long and drawn out. We're going to go through a few episodes where that may not come up because we're focusing on other things, but it'll definitely come back around. And what would be awesome is if at the end of the day, somehow dude who got yelled at her gets a demotion or something where he's on probate. I I don't know. I honestly, I don't know if you saw his emotion in his face, though. For some strange reason, I feel like it's, it's a lot going on. But, you know, I think that he might kind of let be let into the situation i think at least for tess's sake maybe i'm jumping to predictions a little bit but i do feel that maybe she might just kind of let him know what's up so that you know but if she does doesn't that put him now in the predicament that she's in which is i know so much this is why i'm letting all these things happen underneath my nose to an extent but i mean if that's who she has to answer to and if he's if he would be a way to for her to save her job Mm -hmm. then Maybe, you know, it'd be okay to let your boss know, hey, there's some crazy stuff going on, you know? Right. And this is why I have been trying to cover my behind this entire time. And I think maybe then maybe he might, you know, empathize a little bit. I don't know. I don't really know too much about Chief. Chief has been a little quiet for the most part. Yeah. But this episode, he kind of showed some serious emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Things could get really tough. Yeah. We're going into predictions. Ah! <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Um, oh, Catherine cracked me up when she was so... Ang- okay, so when Catherine finds out the news, right, she goes to the police station after she sees her phone, there's a warning, whatever, and Tess is on the phone with Heather. Don't worry. She's here. She's all in the blinds, right? And then you see Catherine look up between that little slit in the blinds, and she looked like she could just... Kill. Yeah. See you. (laughs) Ooh, girl, you are in trouble. But I will say this. When Tess was uh, explaining to her what the deal was, why we didn't tell you, she just kind of listened and soaked it all in. And she was like, you know what? I get it. I'm probably, like you said, a little neurotic and just crazy. And my folks are trying to protect me and my special right. day. So I understand. Right. And she just kind of just let it go. <laughs> so. I just, but, okay, not even the part where I was saying all these weird things were coming up that the wedding felt wrong. It felt wrong because it just, for me, for having such a huge romance and something that we've built up for the last two seasons mm-hmm. to just be, no offense to small church weddings, but just to be in a small church with a jankety dress <laughs> and a bunch of people from work, which are your friends, but not really your friends. It just didn't suit them to me. I agree. Me. I thought they were going to do something a lot more intimate and just really like... I don't see them having a marriage in a church. They've never... <laughs> I get that churches are where you get married, but they've never brought up any type of faith. Yeah. And I feel like... I don't know. It should be outside somewhere. I don't want to say cliche beach, but like maybe rooftop or something a little bit more 
them and yeah. more intimate. Yeah. I keep on bringing up tropical. I would love to have them get away because oh. it's such a, not just a physical escape, but almost a mental escape to know that you are far away from work and from everything oh, else. Crazy that even if someone called you physically, you couldn't get there in time to fix whatever. We've been wanting to take a trip. Like, yes. Seriously. They need to. They need to. They need to bond over something that is not drama. And I think it'd be great to have Tess and JT there and Heather and whoever Heather. Heather we need to get Heather on May. Yes. That's what we need to do. Let's yes. set her up with somebody. Let's do that. Yes, please. <laughs> I mean, she means well, but she's way too involved in everybody's lives. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to check my messages really quick to see if our BC co-hosts have any last minute words because we have a lot of news and a lot of gossip. We have a fun video. So I can't, unfortunately, let this show go on too, too much longer. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. I love that all the beasties in the hashtag ABTVBATB room, if you will, are going on about this dress. Thank you. Everybody's posting, apparently, pictures of better like dresses. It? Does anybody like it? I don't know. Tweet me. Do you like it? Cat walks in and she's blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Uh, let's see. We got some new people in here at Remel. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, there are many beautiful wedding dresses. Oh, but I love the one she wore at the show. Really? Somebody likes it. Okay. I mean, that's okay. No, 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 no offense. No, it's okay. It's cute and it's simple. I just, again, because this is such a huge romance story that I want my Cinderella wedding. I mean, it doesn't have to be big poofy, but I'm just saying, I just, I want something beautiful for her because she busts her butt so hard and because she should be pampered and i get she just got her butt kicked in a limo sure but did. her hair was thrown up in a messy bun yeah. and her makeup was not done or at least not wedding done like if you're gonna get married get married she just looks really frumpy walking down that aisle she didn't look happy it just looked like uh and then i also think the ambience in the in the church is really dark weird 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 yes that's what it was was (laughs) that's what it was no we needed bright and just cherry cheerful and just just i don't know it just it was missing missing a lot (laughs) i don't think like you said that was their ideal wedding I don't know what Heather did. Heather needed. She needs to not be involved in the no, planning. No, Heather. Love you, but no. No boo boo. <laughs> it was such a dark wedding. <laughs> yeah. Need some sunshine in there or something. something yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So I think we've gone down rather quickly, but I think we've gone down the line. Is there anything I missed that you want to bring uh, up? I th- oh, I do want to talk about the fact that um, when Vincent chased after Kat, and he said specifically, oh, yes. no more sacrifices. You know, we deserve this. And I was just like, wow. He, like, he got so emotional. Yes. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, Vincent really loves me. He wants to get married. Let's just do this. But, you know, it was interesting to hear him say, like, all the stuff that they've been through. And it's been 10 years. And it just really put everything into perspective. Like, yeah. Like, you know, he just wants to get married to the girl of his dreams. And why is this so difficult? And yeah. I get it. Um, but yeah. It's, and again, the irony where it kind of switched yeah. from the last episode where, um, Kat was like, I just, let's just do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and he was fighting her to, to like not get married under those circumstances. And now it being her fighting him, like, why are we getting married? Why, why would we get married with all of this going on? You know? So. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting to me. I, I'm glad you brought that up because it was for me, for Jay Ryan, a really great moment as an actor. And yeah, it really drew me in. And I will say this. I don't know why it's, it's been a thought in my head and I've never really said it out loud, but he does a really great standard American accent. Yes. Because he's so busy being raspy, I forget that he's doing an American accent. And then I'll see interviews and his Australian, 
not Australian, excuse me, he's Kiwi. Um, his accent, his New Zealand accent is very, very thick. Yes. But he knows how to turn it off for the show. And I don't know why it just never processed me for some reason until tonight. And I was like, you know what? That's hard. It really truly yeah. is. I mean, if you sit there, I fool around with my, my English accent, but I wouldn't be able to sit there for a whole entire show it takes a lot of commitment as an actor so kudos kudos because i'm over here with my caribbean accent trying to hide it sometimes but no yeah definitely um he does an amazing job so shout out to jay ryan yes awesome <laughs> okay so our last thought from our co-host tours alcon i'm so messing up your name okay <laughs> they should get married on a rooftop with the time frame of passing satellite? I'm not sure. Or getting married in a secret hideout cave of some sort. <laughs> yeah, if the cave was in a rainforest where it got some sun, I wouldn't want it to be too dark just because we were just talking about how it's just too much of a gloomy... There's been so much darkness in the relationship that I want the lightness of the energy of just joy. Spring. They need to get married in the spring. That's what needs to happen. Yes, lots of flowers. Uh, and even and that, it was cold. It, everyone's in their <laughs> jackets and just... Mm, it was so stiff. Mm. It yes. was just so, like, New York stiff and just, like, dark and... Uh, no, we didn't want that. No. no. That's okay. Better things will happen in the future. Yes. But I think it's time that we start rolling into our news and gossip. Let's get it. Y'all know, and you're probably so mad at me because I keep on going on these plaid tangents, and I'm going to go on one one last time. So, tonight's episode, On the Rooftop, After the Wedding, what was Catherine wearing? (laughs) Plaid. Okay, well, let's take a look at some of our photos, because I just want to shout out to the uh, wardrobe design, all our lovely plaid uh, outfits. So, evidence number one. Next. Sorry, our iTunes listeners, I apologize, but I'm showing a bunch of plaid pictures, FYI. Next. Oh, hey, wow, look at that. It's Catherine talking through the window to Vincent in plaid. Next, please. Uh, Oh, hey, look at that. It's Cat with a bun in plaid with Tess looking at someone very angrily. Let's move on. Oh, wait, why doesn't she wear something like this wow. to the bedroom? I understand that they're doing something because it's a character and, and you want to do something... Amazing. Yeah. Well, you want to do something that your character would do, right? But just because you are a professional and you are a detective and somewhat you have to be a little bit more androgynous when you're a cop, right? Yeah. As a woman to earn respect and, and when you're handling men that are not victims, what's the opposite of victim? Right. Bad guy. Okay. You know, they like yeah. you to not be too, whatever. That's fine. Honey, at home, when you're in the bedroom, you wear something like this. And if the first picture was too much for you, you wear something like this. When you have a man like Jay Ryan and you have a body like that, you better get it. She looks great. Doesn't she? Oh, man, you're playing. (laughs) She's totally playing. Well, I mean, not her, of course, but they definitely need to switch that up. I don't know. Yeah, Vincent would they the, the lovemaking scenes would be yes. ridiculous if yes. she dressed up like that. <laughs> okay. I feel like this picture might be getting somewhat cut off, but we do still have Beastie Art, so guys, thank you for participating. Make sure every week you DM me at Boys and Beauty01 if we are friends on Twitter. If not, follow me. I will follow you back. That way we can DM with each other mm-hmm. and send me your art so I can feature you on the show. Alright. And some of these were actually submissions not by the artists themselves, but other Twitter followers that are just like, this is amazing. You have to showcase this. Oh, out of order. Sorry. What is this? More More plaid. plaid. (laughs) Oh, wait. She wakes up in the morning. Catherine in her plaid kissing her man who has on a muscle shirt. She looks like a lumberjack. (laughs) Right. Okay. So more beauty and the beast art. Now, if I'm correct, let me look at my notes. I 
I know that I think was it Empress Beastie who submitted this to me via Shimmerart. I did it again. Shimmerart. Anyways, okay. French. She's French. Okay, next, please. Last picture. Okay, so this is a new artist that submitted Ronnie Shoop, and I hope I said that correctly, had submitted this to me, and I think it's pretty freaking awesome. It's for a shotgun wedding. Shotgun it's a promo. Wedding. You guys are super talented, so thank you so much for sharing your art and your passion with us. Yes. Two seconds. I will just plug away, because you know I like to. Thank you, Beasties, the ones that are um, not following, but subscribe to my channel, Boys and Beauty with Ali Kona, because you know every week I like to give awesome beauty tips, and then I talk about hot men in Hollywood. This week we did Chris Hemsworth, mm -hmm. and I did ombre tutorial. You guys can't tell because my hair is in a bun, but I ombre my hair, and I thought, you know what? Let me videotape this because I refuse my theory in life, um, and this is just me. I refuse to pay somebody to fluff up my hair. You can do it yourself. Exactly. I've been pink. I've been purple. I've been teal. I've been orange. I've been every color you can think of, and I always do it myself. Because if I pay you and you messed up my hair, I just paid for a mess up. If I mess it up, I mess it up for free. There you go. Just saying. <laughs> Sorry, that was an irrelevant tangent. Let's get into predictions. Okay. Boo, boo, boo. I'll make cool music. Your After Buzz oh, okay. TV no predictions. Need. Nobody liked my, my music. No, she's fired. Okay, anyways, I'm going to let you go first because I've just been talking way too much okay so i think with vincent now being the one who's you know trying to uh, fight for the greater cause i think that vincent is going to shoot himself with the serum become super vincent and go after liam now do you think this is going to cause him to have a hard time regaining his humanity and coming down from his high, from lack of better words, as a beast and returning back to human. I think it's going to be a challenge, and I think that's going to be the true test okay. between him and Kat's love and, I guess, love for each other. So we'll see. Okay, I'll piggyback off of that and say I think that their love is strong and that it won't be an issue. It'll be annoying and challenging <laughs> if Catherine has to bring it on down. Like Caesar Milan. <laughs> right? She's a beast whisperer. So anyway... Um, I do think that JT and Tess will get back together. That yes, breakup ain't gonna last. But I also, I'm gonna continue with my prediction as far as saying I don't, sorry, I don't think that maybe they'll tell Chief. I think Chief is either, Chief is either gonna get himself in a situation where he needs his butt rescued mm. and he's gonna have to apologize mm -hmm. for everything he got mad at Tess about. That hearing probably will happen, but this time around, Chief will actually probably vouch for Tess's character and say, look, bad string of events, not her fault. She did the best she could. Yeah. yeah. I just think at some point, he's going to find out a lot more than what he originally knew about the situation. Yeah. And so. Oh, oh, guys, BCs, don't go anywhere. I have a video. I'm so sorry. At Carrie Bear 09 made this video. We'll try to play as much as we can of it. And three, two, one, action. Is it smooth? If not, I'll just keep on talking. Hey. Bear with us. <laughs> Technical difficulties. It's getting the coming. video to play. But thank you, Carrie Bear, for taking the time. Believe me, go. when I met you, I knew <laughs> you were a girl. I feel so much better about myself now. Tess, <laughs> I could barely speak in a good way. Aww. <laughs> Tribute to the two of them. Forgive us for talking over the music, but just so we don't get flagged, I'm going to just say a little something something. Uh, iPod, iTunes listeners, just so you know, we're playing a nice montage of JT and T. Yeah. 
This is cute. Yes. So at CarrieBear09 did tweet this to me. So if we don't get a chance to watch all of this, you guys can follow me. Find me on Twitter. Look at my feet. It'll be out there. And CarrieBear09, if you could tweet this out as well, that would be awesome. It was love at first sight. And I knew it. I called it. Yeah. Season one, I called sure it. Sure did. All right. So I apologize. I know you put in so much time and effort into this video. So thank you so much. And again, Beasties, find this on YouTube. Wait, really quick. On YouTube, Carrie Bear 09. That's her name. So subscribe. What is wrong? Subscribe to her channel. It's late. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. Subscribe to her channel. I'll have her take this off of Unlisted if it's Unlisted. And you guys can watch the rest. Yeah, that's cute. All right. So let's wrap it on up. Beasties, thank you so much for bearing with us and hanging with us late this evening. And if you are listening to the recording, make sure you watch us live as well. I'm Ali Conner Bradford at Boys and Beauty 01. And I will see you next week. Mwah. And I'm Janisha at Janisha underscore Miss BI. See you guys next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 